Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. You know, it's uh, really just a matter of weeks now until the holiday season is here, and, and that means a lot of family time for many of us. However, many others don't enjoy the same opportunities as there are you know, quite a few families who've had to deal with divorce or other issues, which makes time together difficult, especially during the holidays. Uh, in past podcasts, we've talked about custody arrangements, how they are designed within a divorce or separation agreement. And we're going to kind of go a little bit further with that today. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell. And today's conversation will focus on situations in which a custody agreement is not being adhered to and one parent is not allowed to see their children as the terms of the agreement uh, should have provided for. Uh, Helping us today is uh, going to be a a guest we've had before, and I welcome him back uh, to get some experienced legal guidance, uh, attorney, well-versed in these custody issues, Janae Pequeno. Janae comes to us from the law firm of Lavelle Law Limited, so let's get right to it. Thanks very much for being here. Glad to have you back with us today. Uh, it's great to be here, and you know I enjoy doing this for all the podcast listeners out there. So before we talk about the situations in which agreements are being ignored or violated in some way, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's talk about how custody agreements are formed in the first place. Now, uh, is it correct that they generally arise out of a negotiated process as part of a separation or divorce agreement or a degree, an agreement between unwed parents? Typically, typically, sometimes a lot of counties um, they have different programs. There's an Illinois Supreme Court rule which requires uh, mediation as a step if there's a uh, continued custody um, dispute prior to going to trial. So if parties can you know wrap things up on their own, uh, they don't need to go to mediation. But mediation is basically a way that uh, the Supreme Court has told. Uh, family law practitioners, or or even just people wrapped up in a family law case in Illinois, that this is a way that can help resolve issues, um, you know, if if they're not able to to get across that threshold or that finish line on their own. And so some counties have programs set up with them. Some counties have different attorneys that have been uh, licensed, not licensed, but certified to to actually conduct the mediation themselves and uh, and. They they go ahead and just talk to the parties and try and find the the areas of biggest conflict. And is it safe then to assume that you know when this agreement is in place because of the you know the information it covers and the topic and the sensitivity that you know once it's done it's going to be pretty detailed and and lays out pretty clearly you know the specifics of dates and times and places and and all the details around visitation. Ideally. You know, but a lot of people, um, you know, they might they might uh, underestimate the process. They they may not have a lawyer who is as familiar with uh, these kind of drafting and and, and negotiations. Um, there's a lot of areas where you know somebody could be uh, just in a gray area, and it's not really clear, and it could lead to missed holidays. It could lead to uh, erratic uh, vacation time and planning. And just really putting putting yourself at the uh, at the mercy of the other parent, 
you know, when things have already broken down. So it's there's a lot of pitfalls uh, if you don't do it right. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of that today then. And, and um, you know, we can we can assume that perhaps there is a document, and as you just described it, it may or may not have been arrived at under, uh, you know, good conditions, and it, it may or may not be as clear as it should be. But let's talk about the situation in which, you know, the, the custodial parent, the parent who does have the child or children, isn't abiding by the terms of the agreement. Well, you know, what happens then, and, and how do you start to proceed to address that? Well, typically, you know, typically it's most oftentimes the father who is found uh, not to be the custodial parent. There are some fathers who are the custodial parent, but I would say in 90% of Illinois cases, it's it's probably the mother. And uh, so, so what somebody would do is they would, if there's a sole custody arrangement and um, and it's clearly your parenting time, uh, then one might be able to call the police uh, and see if they could help out with the situation, give the other parent a call, give them a warning, hey, bring the child here, he's here for visitation, or have the child ready, um, you know, so it's never ideal, and the courts don't like it, and children's attorneys don't like involving the authorities. But sometimes you just have no other option. And uh, what <clears throat> the police don't even like getting involved in these civil matters either. They'd rather be out there chasing bad guys and, you know, murderers and drug dealers and whatever else. But, um, you know, in a situation like this, uh, it, it's just they, they do have authority. They can even uh, ticket and cite, give a citation to the uh, you know, the parent who's withholding the visitation for visitation interference. Uh, two two citations. Um, it's usually a monetary fine at first, and then on the third uh, on the third offense, it's kind of a third strike and you're out. They actually can charge uh, the mother with visitation interference, which is a Class A misdemeanor. Uh, it's rarely ever been done. I personally never have seen that charge, but it's it's out there as a as a hammer for someone who doesn't want to comply with the court's orders. Interesting. And and then uh, you, you mentioned going through the the police filing the complaint there. Um, if there is continued interference, is this something that then ends up back in the court at some point, or do they try not to get involved? No, the court's always available. Um, unfortunately, it's where many parents find themselves. Uh, and in, in a situation where there'd be joint custody, um, the authorities have found that, even though the visitation may be the same, but they just title it joint custody as opposed to sole, if it's joint custody, they most likely will not be involved with even trying to get the child into your possession. So... Um, that's when they say, you know, this is a civil matter, go to court, and then you go. And there's a range of uh, penalties and sanctions that the court can do. They can uh, grant um, some visitation time for, for the parent who missed out and take away from the other parent. Like They might say you get every weekend for the next month or two months. Um, they can do uh, a monetary fine uh, payable to the other parent. They could say... You know, if they missed uh, airline tickets and were unable to use them or, or or incurred a charge to change and transfer the ticket to another time, they can uh, sock the parent who was not compliant uh, with those fees and penalties. So, but, but you have to push it hard, and you really have to stand up for your own rights. And is it also, you know, suggested that if something is occurring before you 
have to end up in court? Um, would someone want to contact their, their attorney that they've used in the past to help negotiate or to get something done quickly before having to go to court? Or is it more stick with the police and, and let them take care of it? Well, like I said, if it's a joint custody situation, uh, the police most likely aren't going to help you anyways. Um, okay. It just depends on you know, the, the, the officer on the street. Um, if they if they deem it, typically they will not. And I'd say probably nine times out of ten, they're not going to help you get your child back. Uh, in a sole custody situation where the mother has sole and you know the father is just trying to get his visitation for that weekend, then most likely they will uh, at least make a phone call uh, to try and you know co- not coerce but just to coax the other parent into. Uh, you know, just being compliant. But people typically don't run to their attorney right away. It usually takes, you know, a pattern, um, multiple missed visits or like a major vacation that was thrown off because of it. Uh, if it's just a weekend day, that's that's typically not enough for, you know, a camel's back to be broken with one little uh, weekend, I guess. But um, it's solely at the discretion of the parent who's losing out. You know, I mean, right. what, what is it worth? It's 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 good to, to go to court, uh, I would say, just to prevent a habit from forming. You know, typically, you know, I would say it's always good to be an adult and discuss things, but, you know, sometimes the other side isn't always grown up about these kind of issues, and, and if, if you allow it to go, go away, they just get used to it, and then they're running roughshod all over you in the future. Yeah, that's, and there's a couple of things here we want to get to yet today. We're, we're talking to attorney Jeanette Pequeno. Uh, he's an associate at uh, Lavelle Law Limited, part of the family law practice group there. And the conversation revolves around visitation agreements and violations thereof. Um, if you've got one parent who's not upholding their agreement, what can be done? What are, what are the next steps? Um, we've talked in the past. You can also find articles, uh, a number of articles on family law and other topics at the very comprehensive lavellelaw.com. Uh, great resource for articles as well as some of our past podcasts. Now, I guess to at least raise an alternate view here, um, suppose there's a situation in which the custodial parent um, has legitimate concerns about the care or safety of their children when they are with the other parent. I assume they shouldn't simply ignore the custody agreement and take matters into their own hands and withhold the visitation. What, what's, what are the right steps there? The, the proper step would be to, under, under Illinois law, Section 607 of the code indicates that there has to be a serious endangerment to restrict the visitation of the other parent. So, you know, a lot of the concerns that, that uh, caring and loving parents have uh, aren't always legal concerns, you know, or, or, or equivalent to a judge's threshold for something to stop visitation. So my my advice to that individual who is uh, seriously concerned is prior to the uh, visitation taking effect is that they, you know, they call us, um, you know, or, or visit Lavelle Law and just set up an appointment to, to get a proper... Um, you know, assessment uh, of their issue and their claim, and and to hire an attorney and and take that and present it to the court. It might even have to be an emergency basis. If it's an emergency, you can go in the same day that you meet with us. You know, it's there's nothing stopping that. Um, but it's 
it's very serious and you know if if you're concerned about it and you don't take it to court well then they can take you for for you know self help and canceling visitation and and then you be penalized so i mean it's it's really incumbent upon both parents um if you're missing your visitation to go to court uh prevent a habit from forming or if you're really concerned and truly worried about the well-being of your child uh give us a call and we can you know take you down a free consultation and and look at the statute together to show that it it requires a serious endangerment and then just you know keep text messages if facebook pictures all that's great evidence you know if if there's they haven't kicked you off yet but yeah. these are things that the court can look at you know um and, and it's definitely a step that they need to do to be proactive Okay. Um, just a few seconds left here. Anything else regarding visitation and, and proper maintenance of the agreements that we should be aware of, anything we didn't cover today, or any pertinent points you want to make sure we stress before we let you go today? Well, just just for the parents who, who have yet, or maybe in the middle of the, the turmoil, uh, it's always easier to get it done right and get it done the first time. Um, it's, you can modify it if you're not happy with it. Visitation is modifiable. But if you're in the middle of it um, and it's not done yet, it's always it's always recommended that you just have um, you know just a, a very competent family law attorney looking at the the document and explaining to you the pitfalls and and they should be able to listen to you and take your perspective and explain things clearly. So uh, it's just it's it's so important. It could really prevent a lot of headaches down the road. Yeah, and, and certainly in a difficult situation where a family is having uh, problems, the children are very much at risk, and they're going through quite a bit. So certainly always recommend that um, you take the time, and as Janae described there, um, you know, be patient about it, be very clear, work with your attorney to, to make sure that the care of the children is, is really what's addressed first and foremost. So uh, let's let's add this conversation to our archives. We seem to keep finding new topics, so uh, I hope as listeners we can keep you coming back for additional information. If you'd like to review any past episodes that you may have missed, you can visit LavelleLaw.com or search for Lavelle Law on iTunes or on Blog Talk Radio, and then you can download any of the past episodes. Thanks again to my guest today, and thank you very much for listening. We will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 